What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Maxwell Kosmalski. Joined with me is my co-host, Nolan Claypeck. And of course, we have audio master Jay Cotter here as well. What is going on, New School Project? We're back, baby. Good to be back. Great to be back. Dude, I just saw Austin Powers, and my girlfriend watched it for the first time. And now I keep uh, saying to her, I'm like, yeah, baby, yeah. And she's like, you need to fucking quit. And I'm like, I can't stop. <laughs> like, like, I've like, never seen it. What? Neither have I. You've never seen Austin Powers? No, we started watching it at like 6 in the morning after the gaming marathon. We fell asleep 20 minutes in. <laughs> Dude, you guys got to watch Austin, Austin Powers. Man. I don't know. I think this is like the third time I've tried watching it and I've fallen asleep. <clears throat> so I don't, know if, I don't know if Austin Powers is my thing. It's like exactly up your guy's humor, you know? Like it's a little like dry for me because it's like this is just so silly. But you'd like it. You seem to think that his best piece is Shrek, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Damn straight Mike Myers' best piece is Shrek. Shrek. You haven't watched his other pieces, though. But Shrek. I love Shrek. It's a great movie. You know, I, this is kind of controversial, but I don't really like funny movies that much. Really? I, I would, nine times out of ten, I'd rather watch something, like, interesting or, like, thought-provoking or scary. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. I mean, like, I, I dig funny movies, but... It's just at the bottom of my preferences. Yeah, you're like a Bobby Fisher type, huh? Just uh, Bobby Fisher was, he was insane. Just, he was like actually like out of his mind. Just chess and so golf. So you are. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You I know don't what? Know. You know what somebody told me um, to ask you about? Um, did you hear about that dude that cheated? Uh, again. Yeah. So yeah, what's going on with that? Cause oh my god, I heard dude. some weird shit about it, dude. This was actually a segment did you hear of, about this. I did, and honestly, now like whenever we hear Max's phone buzzing over there, I'm wondering if that's his phone <laughs> buzzing. All right, elaborate, elaborate. Okay, well, first of all, this was on Andy's podcast too. Uh, what Andy who? Priscilla. Okay. This was on a segment of his podcast called Andy and DJ Cruise the Internet, which I love watching. They basically just talk about the corruption that's going on. They do kind of a similar format as us. You know, they discuss recent happenings. And then, and then the last segment is two thumbs up or two thumbs in the butt. And they were talking about this chess guy that cheated. And this guy got caught cheating by using, like, something that he shoved up his ass that would vibrate, that would signal him which moves to make during a chess game. And I... For the life of me, I have no idea how they found that out. How the fuck did you find out that this chess player had something in his ass that was helping him cheat? I feel like that's a... And it was a big prize that he, like, wasn't able to get. I feel like that's a Jay Cotter question. Do you think there's any, like... Why is that a... No, no, like, with the, with the technology. Do you think that they could, like, see a signal, like a Bluetooth signal, like, in a room? I you doubt see, it. they got this new scanner. It detects things, even things that are way up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a chess game. Why would they be scanning your rectum to see? Because it's. Like, I was just making know. a Rick and Morty reference. Oh, All right. right. Well, now if you want to p- compete in Major League Chess or something, you probably gotta, you know, get your asshole examined or something. No, for to real. Make sure you're not cheating. Wow. Well. One guy ruins it for everybody. It's like the yeah. whoever decided to like fucking bring on like supposedly explosive liquid on an airplane and In now their shoe. Yeah, now we can't bring on anything bigger than however many fluid ounces. It's like fuck. 
Now everyone has to get their asshole checked before they play a game of chess. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, sir. It's for the integrity of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was against Magnus Carlsen. And That's he's, why. He's yeah. the world champion uh, since 2013. So didn't he, like, forfeit? He, like, I knew, don't know he exactly knew something was up, and he forfeited. That's what I heard. I have no idea. Should I look it up? Uh, yeah, let's look it up real quick. Just, just because, dude. Like, I, I feel like you're when you're that good at a game and like you know you're gonna win, and then this dude's like, and and maybe like moves the piece because he felt his asshole vibrate. That's just crazy. I feel like you'd know something's up. Plus energy, man. Like I feel like you know when people are fucking. Well, you lying. see, you know what the, the giveaway was. Hmm. He's just sitting there giggling at the other end of the table. <laughs> All right, so what's up with you? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so this is what I got. This is from the Wall Street Journal. World champion Magnus Carlsen has set the chess world on fire in recent weeks while barely saying a word. First, he abruptly quit a prestigious tournament in St. Louis after a defeat in early September. Then this week, he resigned from a game after making just one move. What both staggering incidents have in common was Carlson's opponent, a 19-year-old American grandmaster named Hans Moak Nieman. 19 years old. Carlson hasn't said explicitly what he's thinking, but the chess community set out to decode his message and came to the conclusion what, that Carlson thinks Nieman is a cheater. Uh, is that Magnus right there? Yeah, that's him. I want to figure out how they caught him. And what ended up happening? Yeah, don't cheat, yo. Like, come on. Like, Whack. and you're like, I know this sounds like your fifth grade like coach, but you're only cheating yourself. You know, like the kids that won't do push-ups. You know, it it's sounds like, like there was a cash prize in this case, so not necessarily. Yeah, but easy come, easy go. Yeah. I mean, cash prize or not, that dude had some sort of a radio up his ass. <laughs> That's him? That's the other kid? No. Uh, or, uh, maybe like, it is. I don't know. Uh, he looks like a 14-year-old lawyer. <laughs> all right. This, everything I'm seeing, and it's their recent articles, uh, it just says things about him being suspected of cheating. All right. We do not know if there were any foreign objects up the... <laughs> The person's ass. I want to know what Andy yeah. was reading because I never looked into this. Mm -hmm. I, uh, dude, I don't know. Like, so going on to our. Oh, our, this is it. Oh, is it? <laughs> Huge chess world upset of Grandmaster Sparks wild claims of cheating with vibrating sex toy. This is probably the article that they were talking about. This is from the September 14th. Allegations of using technology, including a vibrating, <laughs> including vibrating anal beads, to signal winning moves after a teenage newcomer become be, became a world champion at a high stakes tournament. So, did the dude that did he verse him in like the first round or something like that? Like it was like a tournament, like multiple multiple levels. You know, you face the winner of about. Two or three or whatever. I think one of the previous articles said that he did face him in an early round. So did this kid probably then go on and win everything? I think so. Wow. That's one smelly little radio. <laughs> Elon Musk tweeted about this too. 
talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one can see because it's in your butt. The <laughs> Tesla CEO tweeted on September 8th. He, yeah, so like just for information's sake, we, we have an article that we're going to talk about in about is that a the minute or two Is minutes. that a picture of the Grandmaster? Uh, it doesn't say. It doesn't say who's... Dude, he looks... Oh, yeah, that's Hans Niemann. Oh, okay, show the camera. This guy looks grumpy, dude. I think, I think this guy has something up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, looks like someone shitting his cereal. Oh, For the record, God. I would be very upset if someone accused me of cheating when I wasn't cheating. And I would be even more upset if they chalked it down to anal beads that vibrate... Yeah, anal moves. beads were completely irrelevant to the whole situation. I'd be upset if uh, they took that, like, a, a photo of me that I didn't want them to use, like, where I was, like, either, like, <laughs> like, upset or, like, pissed off, you know? Or, like, if I was cheating with the fucking anal beads and then, like, the vibration went off and they snapped the photo right then, you know? You just got that, a crazy look on your face. That's probably what they did, man. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, so for information's sake, um, going on to our next article, we looked at two different uh, sources, uh, actually multiple different sources, but two different sources said completely opposite things. Um, and basically what we're gonna start talking about is there was a magical creature found in the Upper Peninsula in Michigan called the Spirit Bear. Which Spirit Bear. Is, um, <laughs> it's like a rare species of bear that's only found in British Columbia, but somehow in Canada, but they've nav it's navigated into Michigan. And then the, uh, I think the New York Post was like, spirit bear um, sighting, or, or spirit bear dies from wolves after sighting, you know? And then the Detroit Free Press is like, yeah, um, spirit, uh, spirit bear's probably still roaming the woods. And it's like, man, is that just clickbait? Like, why you gotta do the spirit bear like that, man? It's the fucking spirit bear. I don't know. But this says that a genetically rare black bear with white fur. Mm -hmm. So I think it'd just be like the equivalent of like a, what's, what's that word for? Albino? Yeah, an albino black bear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, that thing looks cool. Oh yeah. I, I've literally never heard of this. This is insane. Look at him. It's a goddamn polar bear looking at this it, thing. It's a, it, but it's not. Like, it doesn't look like, it kind of looks like a polar bear coat-wise. Like, it's fur, but. It's definitely a black bear. It's a black bear for sure. Oh, and those are the wolves? That looks like a coyote. There's oh. multiple. That is way, man. I, I, I mean, I guess it could be a wolf. I don't know how, how big it is from this picture. It sure wow. looks like he's about to be attacked, but in the picture, it looks like a different bear. It looks black. Yeah. Oh, it is. It does look. I think it is a different bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah, the other one's just completely white, and then it's yeah. a normal black bear. For oh, sure. yeah. It's it says courtesy photo, black bear. A black bear at a bait pile is stalked by gray wolves around 9:30 p.m. Thursday, September 15th, in the UP. Dude. That's unpleasant. You can scroll past that now. Oh, man. Yeah, so wolves are crazy, man. Wolves are crazy. They are They are certainly no coyote. Actually, they, they will eat your ass. This, is, this reminds me of a, a good would you rather that we didn't talk about before this episode, but we were talking about it the other day. It's a would you rather 
be fly, man. deep in the woods in Canada <laughs> and be stalked by a pack of wolves or be in the Amazon jungle and be tracked by a jaguar. Thank God you didn't say Komodo dragon. I was hoping you weren't going to say that. We have another would you rather about a Komodo dragon, but it went in a weird direction last time we asked it. So I don't <laughs> think, and to be fair, it wasn't Nolan and I's ideas. Sean, if you're listening to this. Which he's not. He's not, but I'll just call him out anyway. Weird, <laughs> strange. Can't believe, can't believe the conversation went in that direction. You know what I'm talking about. Ryan, if you want to know, ask Sean. Everyone else, mind your own business. <laughs> Yeah, and we'd have better freaking would you rathers if you guys would email us. Email us some would you rathers, and uh, we will we will get them on air, and uh, we'll shout you out for sure. Yeah, but what what are you guys' answers for this? I want him to answer first. Uh, Wait, I've already heard his answer. I want you to answer first. Probably the jaguar. Really? Because one and is Amazon? fewer than a pack. Yeah, but you the Amazon seems much more dangerous, but one predator might be less dangerous than four or five well, predators. That's not to say that there's not other predators lurking in the shadows. Same with the wo the wolves situation. That's true. There might be a bear that wasn't included in the would you rather and... That's true, but I mean, you're stuck in the woods. At some point you're gonna have to set up camp. Are you gonna lay down on the ground in the Amazon rainforest? I, I don't know. Uh, Stay awake. I don't know. I You guys might be able to convince me that's when the, the craziness sets in, Max. Right, you, so you guys both choose the wolves? I think I choose wolves. Although wolves are an apex predator, absolutely terrifying. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't really like the fact that I'm going up against wolves, but... <laughs> Nobody likes the fact that they're going up against wolves. But... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they, they hunt in a pack. They're strategic. I mean, I feel like I wouldn't really have... If they all came at me at the same time, I feel like I'd have basically no defense. The dogs, I mean, they're dogs. They can't really climb trees. That's true. Yeah. And, dude, a jaguar is, like, the one of the most elusive athletic things on the planet. But if I'm in a tree, I know he can only come from one direction, and that's down. And That's not true. What if he climbs onto another tree in the rainforest and then leaps over to you. I've seen some crazy shit on planet Earth. Then I would choose a tree where he can only come from below me and then just, I mean, he ain't coming at me. I'll, I'll get him. I think most scenarios, like, I'm dying, to be honest, like, for sure. But while I'm dying, you know, I'm probably going to pick uh, the wolves just based on setting. And I don't like to be wet, man. Like, yeah, it's probably a warmer there, but being wet is fucked up, man. Yeah. Sleeping wet or, like, and they get so much rainfall in the Amazon, and it's, like, every other animal on Earth has a way to, like, make themselves warmer or whatever, except us, mm -hmm. you know, with clothing. And when we're naked, we're, like, so vulnerable and cold as shit. And if we have, like... I guess if we're prepared to be in the Amazon, like, you'd have to really know your shit. Be dry. You'd probably have to build your shelter above the ground, not only for the rain and everything, but also for, like, snakes, bro. Yeah. Like, the snakes thing. And spiders. Spiders, snakes. Centipedes, millipedes. Oh, my God, dude. I, I didn't even know scorpions. how big an orangutan was until yeah. they showed me. 
Those things are dangerous. Yeah, no one was saying that he was going to fight the orangutan and he was going to whoop its ass. And then we were like, nope. And then we watched this really terrible video of someone fighting a chimpanzee. It, oh. Yeah, it was the worst. It was, yeah. This chimpanzee whooped that guy's ass. But we ass, will say, though. the chimpanzee whooped the dude's ass and literally jumped up and then both, like, feet to this dude's face. Yeah, like, he, like <laughs> And he launched, like, 10 feet. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man. I, I wish that that video didn't captivate my attention because, like, it was just a wrongdoing. And the you guy know? looked like Randy from Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, but it, he, he was it, wearing cream-colored like, khakis and a black belt, and he was shirtless. <laughs> Oh my god. I know, yeah. You know, those are the smartest animals on the planet, according to what I read. The orangutan? I think orangutans and chimpanzees. I'd I'd believe that. And then the second is dolphins. Elephants are up there. A few other things. I saw a video of a dolphin swimming, and a wave was like, it was probably a 25-foot wave, and they had drone footage, and the dolphin was swimming into the wave, and then would curl back as fast as he could, and then like launch out of the wave backwards, like like it was like a ramp, yeah. But it was like eight of them just going, boom, and just launching. And That's it was awesome. like, wow, these things are so smart. Like they know mechanics and like, you know, rise and run and lift, dude. And like, like it was just crazy. I was reading about this octopus that was in an aquarium, and its tank was a little bit too hot. And so th- they didn't understand why, like, the whole room kept shorting out and they were blowing fuses every single night until they checked the security footage. And this octopus was squirting water at the outlet in order to make the fuse blow so that the <laughs> lamp above it would shut off so its tank would be cooler. That's yeah, I've, I've actually heard of that. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's why I almost never want to eat yeah, octopus again. I don't eat octopus. That's actually... Why I said I would not eat the Komodo dragon either. I thought the Komodo dragon was just a little bit too smart mm-hmm. for me to consider eating. I never even yeah. considered eating those, so that wasn't a decision I had to ponder. Yeah, that was a would you rather that was posed to us recently. Really? Yes. What was it? Would um, you rather eat a Komodo dragon or? I feel like it was just would you eat a Komodo dragon? Oh. And then. I don't even think it was a would you rather. I think we were just talking about the Alone show again, and we're talking about us maybe doing a group survival. No, no, this was before that. Oh, okay. But somebody was just like, dude, I need a Komodo dragon. And we were like... No, no, Sean Sean posed the question, and he was like, I'd eat one just to eat one. And I was like, what? And I was like, I guess like people eat alligator all the time. That's a reptile. I've eaten alligator, but I don't think I'll eat a Komodo dragon. I know they have, like, venom and disease and shit. Like, if you get bit by one, they have all these, like, all this shit in their mouth that'll fuck you bacteria. up. Bacteria. Yeah. yeah, I think it's bacteria <laughs> rather than poison or it something. Is. That's their thing. They also, just got nasty mouths. Yes. Also, we talked about, like, starting a bar called Spirit Bear. You talked about that. And then, and then everybody <laughs> shut it down because we haven't seen the Spirit Bear, and it's like, we're probably not the people to start that bar. Well, I'll keep my eyes peeled for one. That'd mm-hmm. be so cool to see one of those up north. Mm-hmm. Look at the spirit bear is calling make the to spirit us. Bear, my friend. It just started raining so hard. <laughs> yeah, and there's also a uh, albino moose, uh, which is just crazy to me. Seeing an albino anything really. Yeah. 
you know, other than like obviously a human, like I feel like it's pretty common with humans if if they don't have uh, pigment in their skin, but. There's just a lot of humans. There's so. a lot of humans, yeah, that makes sense. What the hell is our uh, next article, bro? So this is an article that I brought to the table. As you guys know, I love space and aliens and all that good stuff. Really? This is from MSN. Uh, NASA's Juno probe will peer beneath the icy crust of Jupiter's moon Europa. On September 29th, NASA's Juno, Juno probe will perform the closest flyby of Jupiter's icy moon Europa in over 20 years as the spacecraft embarks on a mission to probe deep into Europa's ice in search of pockets of liquid water. Europa contains a global ocean beneath a solid crust of ice, making this moon one of the most intriguing places in the solar system for the search of extraterrestrial life and one of astrobiologists' top priorities. Although Juno won't be able to tell us whether Europa harbors alien life, it will teach us more about the moon's icy crust, such as how thick it is and whether there are any subsurface pop pockets of liquid water that could reach the surface. Wow. This, so this probe arrived at Jupiter in 2016, and its mission is focused mostly on studying Jupiter's atmosphere. Uh, in 2021, it visited Ganymede. It was about 645 miles from Ganymede, which is the largest moon in the solar system, 3,200 miles across. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Is that the... What was the... Oh, yeah. And then it'll be 220 miles from Europa. Is this the same moon that you were saying, like, shoots out, like, it's the reason for one of Saturn's rings? No, this one's around Jupiter. Uh, the one I was talking to you about was Enceladus, mm -hmm. which is probably one of the two or three most likely contenders for potential life outside of Earth in the solar system. Uh... It shoots out salt water, which immediately turns into ice because it's so cold and it doesn't really have an atmosphere. It's covered in ice, and you know we've proven that. And over the you know millennia, all this ice, all these ice particles that shoot out, it formed one of Saturn's rings. That's crazy. Yeah, but I've known about Europa for quite a while. There's a movie I think it came out in the late '90s called The Europa Report. You guys should definitely watch it. It's super interesting. It's about a manned mission to Europa, and they try to go beneath the ice because they know that there's like a molten core in Europa, and then the outside of the planet, the you know, it's it's covered in a thick layer of ice, which could be I think they know it's you know miles long. Mm -hmm. It'd be incredibly difficult to get to the actual liquid water. Mm -hmm. But it's likely that between that immense heat at the core and the freezing cold ice at the top, at some point there's a middle ground where water could exist. And that's where they think life originated here through those thermal, those geothermal vents in, in the bottom of the ocean. All the pressure, the heat coming from within the earth, it created a one in a million scenario where it created very simple single-celled life. I wonder if like, extraterrestrial life requires the same requirements as we do um, in terms of resources. Uh, that, I don't know. I mean, that's like one of the most interesting things to me. You know, like chances are they don't. That's what I'm thinking. Like, do these people, I feel like, don't need water. Whereas, like, 
we're us as carbon-based life forms and how we are, we fucking need it, man, or we die. Yeah, it's like maybe crazy. they might need like methane or yeah, some other shit. They some, might just need like human kidneys, and they're like, "All right, all we're need. here. Give us your kidneys." I hope not. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But that would be unfortunate. <laughs> there's places on Earth where we never in a million years would have thought that life could ever exist, and I was watching this on Planet Earth. Actually, he brought up Planet Earth. And I forget what the location is, but it's like this. It's got all this methane, which would kill a person, and these, these super hot, like, it's not even water, but it's some kind of toxic liquid. But yeah, they found life there. Yellowstone. Is there's, that what yeah, it is? There's tons of microorganisms living in the hot springs. Um, it wasn't a hot spring, though, or, I don't think. It's also like a, it's like a sulfur pond, Yeah, that, that yeah. I think that, there's, that's uh, the That's not the correct name for it, but, yeah. Oh. You guys it smells like rotten eggs. Yeah, you know what sulfur smells like? It smells like Bad. rotten eggs. Oh but yeah, it's like God. super heated, and you're not supposed to touch them. I, honestly, like, mm. admittedly, I mean, I, I know, I know it would have burned off the skin on my hand, but like, just part of me, like, it's when I was out there, it's the whole, every sign you see, it's like, don't touch the sulfur pots. It's like, but it's so colorful. You just wanted to rebel. It's colorful? Yeah, look up, look up the picture of the sulfur ponds in uh, Yellowstone. Uh, it's one of the most beautiful natural... Are you talking about the Grand Prismatic Spring by any chance? No, there's a bunch of these sulfur ponds. <laughs> so if you guys just saw the lights dim a little bit, it's 420 in our office and the lights just went rasta. Yeah, this that's, this that's is what, what I thought like. you were talking about. That's the Grand Prismatic Spring. There's Whoa. a bunch of these. So there's a bunch of them. What do I search up? Sulfur ponds? Well, no, that's, I mean... Yeah. I spelled sulfur wrong. <laughs> sulfur springs. They are colorful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Damn. Yeah, don't, I, I don't see, touch that, though. I see why you would want to swim in that. Don't fucking touch that. <laughs> the, uh... You, that'd be so fucked. It almost looks like Caribbean water, bro. Dude, I know. I'm telling you. It's, it's orange, though. Well, on the outside. Damn, that rain's really coming down. Oh, yeah. We're into fall, baby. Yep. Summer's over. Yep. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. So, on Thursday, we will all get some up-close images of Europa. That's, that's super exciting. Thursday? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh the yeah. 20, the 29th, is that what I said? Is there a specific time or just Thursday? I don't know. Doesn't say on here. You know NASA, they don't really deal with like specific times and stuff. They kind of play fast and loose over there. No no real planning. Fast and loose. Yep. <laughs> They're just spinning and twirling. Spinning and twirling. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. And what, what did you say to me earlier that I didn't know? Like, uh, past what planet is all gas giants? Yeah, after Mars, they're all gas giants. Including so, Uranus. <laughs> so what do we have? What, uh, what's so funny about that? <laughs> so what, what's, uh, it's Earth and then what? What's the next planet? Earth, er, no, it's Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and that's it. Wow. That's it if you're a fucking commie. 
Yeah, Pluto was a planet, but... Pluto is still a planet. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of crazy. Like, if that, was, if that happened nowadays, there would have been so many memes about Pluto. Like, in this year. Like, I know it happened when we were, like, 10, right? Like, 10 years ago. It's like, Pluto's not a planet anymore. I think they call it, it a like dwarf planet now. Third it or fourth is. grade, and people were like, it's not even a planet. And I would be like, all right, like, whatever. You know, it's not a fucking planet. <laughs> we get it. All right. So it's a dwarf planet in the Kuiper belt. Was declared the ninth object from the sun, though it was always the odd object out, following the discovery of additional objects in the Kuiper belt and scattered... Disc starting in the 1990s, particularly the more massive dwarf planet Eris, Pluto's status as a planet was increasingly questioned. In 2006, they redetermined it to be a, a dwarf planet. Yeah, so my timeline's on. Um, online. That's crazy. Yeah, so when we're getting these images on Thursday... You can also tune in to gaming. Yes, and we have a new segment of the New School Podcast. The New School Gaming Podcast featuring Willy Wonka himself, Tasmanian deity, the captain of the New School Gaming team. We talk about, well, current gaming events and gaming stuff and mm -hmm. we play games. Last week it went really well. And um, we we might throw that podcast like on the uh, actual on Spotify and everything like that eventually. But right now, if you guys want to really tune into some in-depth gaming knowledge, we stream and uh, we're talking about the game that we're playing when we're streaming. And you know, we go on breaks, you know, to replenish, smoke a little bit, drink a little bit, get fucked up. <laughs> no, but. Uh, and during our breaks, uh, you'll see a commercial break and it'll be, you know, a 10 to 20 minute podcast on, on what's going on in the game world. Um, what are we playing this week? Thing it's a secret. It's a secret? It's a secret. All right. All right. All right. We'll keep it a secret, but yeah, tune in, uh, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. It's a surprise. It's going to be good. You're not going to want to miss this. Oh Yeah. And then Saturday, Saturday we're going to have a live podcast for you guys at 4 o'clock. And uh, with a special guest. With a special guest. But uh, we're not going to tell you who. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes, it is. Can't wait for that one, actually. I, uh, I'm just, like, thinking to myself, I'm like, it's going to be awesome to do it outdoors, you know? Might be a little nippy because it's fall, but I'm really hoping it's not going to rain. We will see. Mm -hmm. Weather so, said no rain, for what it's worth. Good, good. So, All right. So what's the next topic? I'll read the headline, and I actually don't know much about this. Uh, ne neither Jay. do I. I found the article. I mean, this is significant. All right, so... We'll, we'll check it out together. Mm -hmm. Iran, on the ninth day, the nationwide uprising spreads to 139 cities in 31 provinces. More than 140 protesters killed, at least 5,000 protesters arrested. Despite the clerical regime's brutal repression, the, Ira the Iranian people's nationwide 
uprising continued its ninth day in at least 139 cities and 31 provinces. Last night, the demonstrators in most cities confronted the regime's repressive forces. Wow. Well, my heart goes out to all the people struggling through this. They're chanting death to the dictator. Damn right, death to the dictator. Yeah. That's crazy. Down with tyranny. Yeah. I just think that's so crazy. Like, we had protests in our country and shit, and the media portrayed them to be fucking crazy. Like, even, even on both sides. Like, uh, when, um, when Annie Frisella had Hawk Newsom on, which is the real, uh, like... Is that the Black Lives Matter dude? Yeah, he, st he actually started it. Not like George Soros or whatever. But he said that, like, when those bombs went off... Um, like, it, it was not them. Like, they were just trying to have a peaceful protest, and then people staged bombs to go off, and then, boom, you know, the right picked it up and was like, Black Lives Matter, you know, burning and bombing cities and shit. And then, like, on the contrary, just everything. Yeah. Well, it was uh, just so fucking crazy. Yeah, and, I mean, this, this is different because while there was a lot of violence going on during the protests in the United States... Our government wasn't just mowing down protesters and like just, I mean, 140 people being killed in protests. That is incredibly significant. And 5,000 people going to jail. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Our government didn't really kill any of our protesters unless, you know, they were being, you know, attacked or whatever. But that's not, they didn't, they didn't kill any of our protesters. I mean, that's, they didn't really kill any additional people at large like this well, did. I yeah, mean, we don't know. Yeah, like but. the consequence of all these protests is just demonization from, you know, the mainstream media or whatever, rather than, you know, in Iran they get killed. 140 people. That's that is significant. Yeah, and what's significant about this in my eyes is like we have it pretty damn good here. And and I know that things are like really shaky and not trustworthy all the time but as an american i feel like we all have an obligation to do our best with the freedom that we have like i was walking down the street the other day like uh working out and i was just thinking to myself i was like i'm so fucking grateful that nobody's just coming out of anywhere and just you know looting me for everything i have or just like you know violence or no justice on anything like we all have morals in this country you know and you, we also have to have a moral obligation to ourselves to like try to be the best versions of ourselves, so we can keep living in you know a great country. And if we thrive, you know we can actually help situations like this. You know, but if we're not thriving, it's very hard to. You know. What well, can be said that the United States is almost directly at fault for situations like this, given the fact that. Our intelligence agencies destabilized the entire region of the Middle East through a series of coups and insurrections that they sponsored, throwing out the initial um, governments that they did not agree with and installing puppet regimes, which were then overthrown, leaving the entire region in chaos, which led the... Um, I mean, the current regime in Iran to come to power, and they are now, I mean, these protests are about um, the women don't want to wear hijabs and the, the face coverings and stuff. And I mean, that's just, that's so fucked up. But really, 
the United States is kind of at fault for the destabilization in the Middle East and these people being in power. And it's, it's really- To a certain like, extent. Uh, like, I mean, when people like fought in Ramadi and all that shit, like it, they, they were fighting for change, you know? At least like they thought they were. Um, but I definitely don't think it's a Vietnam situation, you know? Like that shit was like, our government sent orders and it was like the wrong thing to fucking do. But with Iran, dude, I, I'm pretty sure they had um, leaders that were that <clears throat> were moving like the, what is it called? The cartel or the, they were moving their empire like into, it was getting larger, like way larger, you know? And I'm pretty sure we came in to take that out based on like uh, weapons and shit, dude. And like what they were saying that they were gonna do. And then- No, yeah. that's kind of, I mean, it was overblown by certain members of the US government that made quite a bit of money from us going over there and stirring up all this business. And then from there, we created a power vacuum that has now been filled by radicalist groups that are really taking advantage of these people. And I mean, we really. I guess did I this, don't see this, where you're coming from with that. You know, there was a couple of specific scenarios in the Middle East where the United States, like the CIA, led assassinations of sitting officials and then put in their own people into those roles. And I, I'm saying that us meddling in those geopolitics has then destabilized destabilized that nation and led to the current situation. Yeah, I mean that's not all our fault. Absolutely not. No way. What do you? Why, we should just mind our own business. What do you mean? Why, why don't we mind our own business with uh, what's going on in the other countries right now? I think know? we should consistently mind our own business. You think so? Well, I mean, we, all this shit leads to wars, and I mean, it ends up costing lives. It and just seems like that's I don't same. know which war was, like, worth it or profitable. Like, what, what have we done that was good when we meddle in geopolitics? I mean, yeah, we've, we've helped some countries, and, you know, it hasn't led to war. But a lot of times when we get involved, it ends up stirring shit up and fucking shit up. I'm not familiar with what what you're speaking on with the coups that the U.S. government did uh, in the Middle East. But I certainly don't doubt it. I just, I'm not knowledgeable on the topic. The Middle East and South America. I mean, there's a ton of examples. Yeah. I, why, how would that not cause chaos if we do that? We're fighting communism. A lot of it was done <clears throat> under the guise of fighting communism yeah sure that that does make sense i i just think that like uh there's like it's really hard to say like everything that you said because people like went over there and died for reasons that you think are like almost evil i don't i right? don't think the people that are fighting are evil i think it's really sad i guess that I just our don't government manipulated yeah. these people into going over and fighting these battles that aren't actually for for the greater good but they convinced a bunch of people that they were mm -hmm. and I think that I think it's, it's really sad and no respect to anyone in our armed forces and I really have a, quite a bit of respect for our armed forces but um, I don't have quite a bit of respect for our current military campaigns that our government's associated in and I don't like the overall s structure of our military and how our military is really just about making money yeah that's true Wars are profitable. Wars are profitable. And I mean, I, I want to emphasize, I'm not, I'm not really saying anything about 
specific members of the army, except actually maybe high-ranking members of the U.S. military that are making these decisions. Mm -hmm. And specifically, I'm talking about our intelligence agencies. The CIA is mainly at fault for this. And then, I mean, the rest of the the branches of our military go in afterwards and actually stir up shit. But the CIA was the ones that were, like, orchestrating these coups. Mm -hmm. So the CIA has just been doing a bunch of bad shit. I mean, they spy on us. Oh, yeah. Or... I doubt they discontinued it, but we know that they did spy on us. Oh, they still do. I think our government could make any single person be Osama bin Laden, you know? Yeah. I, and I, mean, I, I know that that's like a pretty crazy statement to make, but I fucking think it's true. If they don't like you, I mean, if it got corrupt enough and they didn't like you, mm-hmm. what's stopping them from planting a bunch of shit on your phone or your IP records? Something that could like get you in trouble or make you seem like a person you're not. Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. that's why these steps, like like crossing the lines of privacy, I mean, they should never have been crossed. And I mean, it's a can of worms. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. It is a fucking can of worms. Yeah, no, I was just trying to get more detail on it. It's fucking confusing, you know? Because you think that we're going out there to liberate these people that are like under like massive dictation, right? Mm-hmm. And and then there's like so many more logistics behind it, but they all like always re- relate to money. But sometimes it was even like elected governments and stuff where the United States was just like, yeah, we like elected governments, but not that kind of elected government. We need our people in there. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Was there any war that was like justified? I mean, maybe World War Two, obviously yeah, Hitler's no trying good. to stop the Nazis. Uh, that's the only war that's really trying to stop about. Lenin or Civil Stalin. Civil War. I mean, Civil War is fucked up. But the Iraq War, riddled with corruption. This shit in Ukraine, riddled with corruption. Yeah. Vietnam. Pointless. Well, I, I don't know. I'm no historian. The French Honestly, and Indian I'm, War was super messed up. Like, like what happened to the Indians? Like after they helped. That was fucked up, bro. I'm pretty sure they teamed up with the French, and then, you know, once they teamed up after they won, I think they just killed the French or the Indians, you know, or no, gave them no. diseases. I'm not knowledgeable That's, on the topic. They did team up with the French, but you know what happened? Mm. We won, and then we committed systemat- systematic genocide of Native Americans. The United States did that. That's what we, I'm saying, yeah. We were the winners. The f- French, their former teammates were not the ones that did that. Oh, the okay. United States did that. Okay. We beat them, and then we beat them some more, and then we beat them some more. Jeez. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's an absolute atrocity. And, I mean, that's people talk about, like, uh, critical race theory and stuff in schools and really a lot of that is just I mean people are like oh they're teaching kids to hate our government and I mean that's stuff like the mistreatment of Native Americans was whitewashed for the most part when we were in schools and I don't think that's necessarily making kids hate our government I just think that it's helping us learn from our mistakes and like reviewing where we've been and uh yeah, America has a lot of skeletons in its closet. Yeah. And there's honestly, like, we've just, we've grown quite a bit. And I think that if you just don't talk about the skeletons that are in America's closet, then how are we going to continue to grow and continue to move away from that? Yeah, I agree. Not to mention, you know, 
own own your own shit, right? Like we did that, right, as a country, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh, it's gonna make uh, our people not like our country. Well, you guys fucking did that. Exactly. It's not like we made up a fucking story and now, uh, oh, like people are saying that America's bad. Like, no, just explain what you guys fucking did and then elaborate on it in a way of like con- construct, elaborate constructively. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they, they can manipulate history in whatever direction they want. Mm-hmm. Like all this, all this controversial stuff surrounding COVID and ways to treat COVID and vaccine efficacy. I mean, we don't know how that's going to end up in the history books, but I know one side of people will likely end up extremely disagreeing with whatever the history books say. And I mean, every, every single piece of history we learn about is an interpretation that this historian provided to us. And what, I mean, historians can be biased. They can be assholes. They can be idiots. I mean, it, it, I don't know. We should just fucking question everything. Like how did, why weren't we taught that, uh, we were putting Japanese people in camps and like concentration yeah, camps. camps. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know about that. They, they, they didn't teach us all this bad shit that we did. Yeah. Other than, I mean, you can't hide, uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, mm-hmm. but you know, that's the only thing I ever learned that we did that was bad. But now as I'm older, and the internet is evolving and information can seep out of every crack. We're learning all this shit. The crazy thing is, I mean, some of that stuff was even like in the books, but the teachers would just skip over it. Really? Yeah. Even te- yeah, and that's, but that's the-, the curriculum. And I mean, then that's just, well, this te- highlights so many just systematic issues with how our education system works. You got any solutions? I do not have any solutions. Teachers today. get biased that's so as hell, hard, right? Teachers can be very biased. And that's why they would skim over that? Yeah, but I mean, also, there's like... They might be instructed they, not yeah, to. Well, oh, really? Also, like, they have certain stuff that they're mandated to teach. So, like, if they don't have time to teach the stuff that they're mandated mm-hmm. to, then they can't get to the other stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. teachers can be incredibly biased. I, I, do, I do like how they, like, they get recognized for their students doing well mm-hmm. you know especially if you got a kid like me in your class you know like back in the day and I fucking don't care and I'm like I'm just gonna take a nap or whatever and then the teachers that really inspired me and I engaged and I got a good grade in their class like I'm sure that those teachers like when they go in for their meeting with their prin- the principal or whatever and they're like all right let's look at test scores and all this stuff they probably don't even say anything they probably like you want to grab a beer later, you know, but then the teachers that can't like captivate their people's attention, they're probably in there like, what's going on? And this teacher's like, little Johnny, you know, he can't get his head up in class and all this stuff. But it's like, yeah, maybe if we were, maybe if like they were like completely excited about what they were teaching and they knew for a fact that it was going to make a difference in that kid's life, like the teachers that know that make all the difference. And I just wish that history was told the way that it happened so that we could have like super engaging teachers like basically teach all, all these lessons about our mistakes or from viewing our mistakes and shit. Mm-hmm. But we don't even know if they're like legit, you know? We need teachers, we need the job of teaching to be like incredibly sought after and 
you know, we need to pay these teachers more so that we can recruit better talent for teachers. I mean, they're, I agree. They, they teach us. I mean, they're, they're, they're teaching our kids, you know, five days a week for like eight hours a day for 12 years. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a big responsibility. I want to hire quality teachers. Mm -hmm. And if you want to hire quality teachers, a per, a quality person, they're not going to take a low quality job. I, I'm sure a lot of people would well, love to be teachers. Or but they income, right? Because uh, it's not a low-quality job, right? Well, it can oh, be. Yeah. You're I mean, saying it, it is you get paid because like, of the money, right? Well, also, people are fucking assholes. That's a brutal, being a teacher is a brutal job either way. Right. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. My bad. So, we, I don't know. We need to incentivize hiring better teachers and, you know, quality people. They require more money. So, I mean, we just need to bring in higher quality teachers, people that give a shit, maybe a more rigorous uh, system of uh, seeing how good the teachers are and how they motivate kids or, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. All interesting viewpoints. So going back to this article, like, what did this start from in Iran? They're like, protesting wearing the face coverings. Oh, okay. So just like their rights to yeah, being fucking a human. see the sun on their yeah. skin. Yeah, they don't they don't want any dictatorship going on. And I don't blame them. I I was I didn't put on a mask when our government told us to wear a mask. When the store clerk told me I had to put a mask on, you know, I mean, I as stubborn as I am, I was like, "No. You're not just, you guys can't just tell me what I can or can't wear." Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I understand these people, and they want to be freed from a dictator. I also think we should free the tatas, you know? What, like, let people have their tits out or something? Is <laughs> well, that or even nipples. Women do not want to wear a bra, dude. Like, you ever talk to a woman about, like, the bra thing? They're like, fuck this bra. Yeah. You know? Now they're finding new ways to make shirts, like, with kind of a bra in it, so the nipples aren't showing, but they're just braless. Like the 1970s, bro. We got like the, the pants that extend. Uh, like, what are those pants called? Do you know what I'm talking about? The flared pants. Yeah, we, we're going back into the season of flared pants, dude. Plaid in colors. I swear to God, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be like the Awesome Powers movie, but 2022. Wow. <laughs> well, either way, that was kind of off topic, but I just this, this we were is talking a good about podcast. Oh yeah. That's we got a few more things to talk about. No, that's, that was our last article. Nuh-uh, so check this out. Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> Would you rather have to play every single down of an NFL football game, and you're on the Detroit Lions, or would you rather have to get in the cage at your weight class in the UFC? UFC. Are you that easy? Nobody else on the field has to play every single down Really, I mean, like that's that's brutal. I know. That's so much more brutal. I don't know, dude. You're getting honestly. Your... I feel like that's like, I mean, if I go into a UFC match in my weight class, 10, 15 second knockout, probably realistically. I mean, like I'm and I'm a fighter too. These guys are just fucking animals. But if I go and play in the NFL, yeah, 10, 15 second play where I probably get knocked out, and then another one, and then another one. Yeah. Fuck I, that. I'm, I'm kind of with Jay, and, you know, I might, 
you know, stretch the rules or something. Say I get like popped just a little bit. I'm just going to flop like LeBron and just pass out on the ground and then be declared knocked out. That's what you're going to do? I mean, what, what, what about, should I what piss about, this guy off? I mean, this guy can fight better than me. I don't want to piss him off. <laughs> what about honor, dude? What about pride, man? It's a would you rather. But you're going to go into a UFC match? Like, I'm talking the stadium's going nuts, dude. Stadium's going nuts, like, or the other stadium's going nuts. Sunday, you know. Like, imagine going out there on a football field and doing some Rudy shit, you know. But That's not going to happen. No, no, honestly, out of us three... None of us would even begin to run a fucking play. I mean, are you kidding me? It's the NFL. <laughs> I'd probably just run around like an idiot. Well, I mean, yeah. All right, fine. You, you get to be safety on defense, but you also play offense because you play every round and you're slot back. Nope. Still UFC. Yeah, I don't I think that's it. All right. I, I think I would do the football game just so I could – Get a jersey, you know? Dude, the jersey's only costing a hundred bucks. Yeah, but it'd have my name on it. It'd be authentic Lions jersey. I'd be like, yeah, I played every down of one game, and I rocked it. You know, but I'd probably, like, have broken bones and shit, look all deformed. I don't know, imagine a Dominican Sioux coming at you and just lifting you and just throwing you 25 feet. Yeah, but imagine someone's just, like, Dude, that's Max. so much money against you in the UFC fight. Like you just, you're like, all right, dude, I'm about to be going in the ring. You know what to do. <laughs> yeah, you could leverage it and just lose and then make a shit ton of money. What do you mean? Even if I try my hardest, honestly, like I wouldn't even have to throw the match. Yeah. <laughs> you could just tell him, like, I suck. I probably won't win. Bet against me. I'll try to win, but I won't. Or you can get them to bet on just some like crazy weird prop. It's like ten thousand to one odds that, like, in the first round I get punched in the nose and then I slip on a banana peel and then get knocked out and then I just pull a banana peel out of my pocket and <laughs> throw it down. Dude, they they probably offered ten thousand to one odds at this recent golf tournament. Did I tell you guys about Max Homa's crazy win? No. So if you were to bet. Again, or if you were to bet on Max Homa, like it was so unlikely. I don't know what they would have paid, but they probably would have paid like at least a thousand to one, mm -hmm. no doubt. Because there was a scenario where this one guy, I think his name was Willett, he was four feet away and from the from the hole, and Max Homa was off the green and downhill. And the only scenario where Max Homa could have won was if he chipped it in from off the green. And this guy three-putted from four feet. That's the only way he could have won. Practically impossible. Well, he chipped it in, and this guy fucked up so bad that it took him three shots to get it in from four feet. No way. Damn. Dude, it, it was crazy. I saw a video of Max Homa's wife, and she, she looked like she was in shock. Like, you basically just accepted, like, all right, he's got second place. I mean... No one's going to three-putt from four feet. And then he did? Never yeah. give up. That's wild. And if I was him, I'd be, I'd be tripping, dude. Yeah. Never give up. Yeah, John, John Whitney was just telling me a story about how he went off the, the rope swing at his house, and his like, Apple watch just flew right into the muck. Did he find it? Yeah, he found it the day after. How what? Could, yeah, never give up. 
Holy shit, was it busted? No, straight. Wow. I know. That's I awesome. Know. Yeah. Uh, I think we also, uh, did I tell you about how we, it would be funny to come up with a, a super villain that's named Cook Tim? You know? Cook Tim. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. I thought that'd be funny. Or like a scenario where the, the villain, like his catchphrase is like, get Tim cooked, you know, and then he does something. <laughs> I feel like there's more villainous people than Tim Cook, who just engineers products for maximum profit. Yeah, that's just the American way. <laughs> yeah, like make one about like George Soros or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we could do that. All right, so what are you guys most excited about for winter? Doesn't even have to be related to a new school project. Hibernation. Time to snooze. Time to snooze. Max? Uh... Come back to me. Jay? Dude, I already answered. You answer. All right. What I'm most excited about for the winter, guys, is the ability to go like to someplace warm when you've been cold for like fucking three months and then you put your sand or your your toes in the sand and you're like, wow, this is all going on down here all the time. <laughs> I'm excited for that moment because I get it every year. And I sit there, and it's like one of the most calmest moment, calmest moments of my entire year. I'm like, wow. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm most excited for... It makes me appreciate it. Yeah. My first Christmas in my own place. Nice. With my girlfriend. Nice. Which she's probably not going to hear this. Actually, I know she's, she's not going to End of the this. episode. I, 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 could, I could probably say something bad, and, and she would never hear it. <laughs> You Go were, for it. Yeah. Babe, you were wrong in that last argument, and I was right. 100% you were wrong, and I was right. She'll never know. Dude, I'm going to clip listening. that. I'm going to send it to her. <laughs> no, nobody tell her. Let her find out on her own, because she won't. If you do tell her, send us uh, the message thread. Jay Cotter and I will have a good laugh. Now, Max, what if during the live podcast, I just like put up that audio clip and that. I'm like, and then we bring Chris up. We're like, all right, Krista, now how do you feel about that? <laughs> and what was the last argument about? Uh, Let's save it I for the know. live podcast because I'm definitely doing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's Wednesday, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. We are the New School Project. I'm Nolan Claypeck. Uh, AKA 20. Oh and I'm Max Kosmolski. I'm Jay. And we'll be back next week. Let's J, go. Jay, Max, and 20 were the New School Project. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Tune in Mondays for Max Morning Market Mania. Tune in Wednesdays for their full length. And tune in Thursdays for Thursday Night Gaming. Thanks, gents. Oh, yeah. New School Ladies out. Ladies and gents. Woo!